This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport fan network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey guys, here's a message from one of our partners, SpiderVPN. As we all know, browsing the internet can be full of hidden dangers and snoopers, but you can easily protect yourself and at the same time get access to all your favourite websites and streams by using SpiderVPN. They have some amazing offers right now and have come highly recommended. Check them out at spidervpn.org and uh, get yourself some great offers now. And don't forget to mention Dazzling Dave or Always Wolves to get yourself a real nice discount. That's spidervpn.org. Hello everyone, a very good evening on what has been a, a very long day for many of us. Um, and I'd say um, a a gut-wrenching result at the end with that 20, well, 94th-minute winner by uh, by Liverpool. Um, sometimes you don't get what you deserve in life. Sometimes you don't get what you deserve in football. And I think today was one of those days. It was, it's heartbreaking. It's gut-wrenching. But it's football and it happens. Um, and it always seems to happen to us against Liverpool, <laughs> to, to be fair. Um, I'm just going to say hello to uh, some people in already in the uh, the chat. Uh, Becca Hart, Katie, a drop down uh, if you're just joining. Where you're watching from? Um, we've got Carl's in Hensford. It is raining. Um, Patrick Baisley, bad luck, boys. You deserved a lot more. Uh, Derek's over in New Zealand. Good morning to you, Derek. Um, and we got there, Kevin. It's football. We will be back. Kevin saying yes. So drop away, drop your thoughts. We've got some fantastic guests already lined up, including uh, one of the international fans, one of the new, uh, the newest of my international fans, Adam, who is um, now a fully fledged uh, wolf after his visit, um, five thousand miles to go and watch. Wolves draw nil-nil with Burnley at Molyneux. 
uh, on a very, very cold night. That is a commitment to the cause, uh, indeed. And you'll be hearing from him as well. And, of course, I should also say it was Samosa Saturday today. Um, and I've got my Samosa T-shirt on still there. And that was um, raising funds uh, for Dementia UK. And I know Manny's put um, a bit of a note out, nearly £6,000 raised. My auntie Sylvia actually passed away from dementia this week. So it's a cause very close to my heart. So thank you to everyone that's helped and everyone that's donated. It's an incredible. Uh, the Wolfpack comes together. £6,000 almost raised in a single day uh, for dementia uh, UK. Uh, we've Kevin's from uh, the North Texas Gold and Black Army. Fantastic. Patrick's over in Dublin. Um, absolutely fantastic. We're going to bring on our first guest uh, today, uh, who pretty much goes home in a way and always talks uh, a lot of sense as well. And that's Jack. Hello, Jack. Evening, David. Evening, everyone. You all okay? Yeah, fantastic to uh, obviously to meet you before the game. Uh, thanks ever so much for. Um, Donating to uh, Samosa Saturday today. Did you enjoy your Samosa? Yeah, fantastic. They're always great, aren't they? I mean, Manny's done it quite a lot, hasn't he, over the years and raised an incredible amount of money for a really important cause. And it's always great just to get involved and, and be part of it, isn't it? And well done to everyone that, that was involved again today. Absolutely. And I was very glad. It was cold and windy, but it didn't rain. So I was quite glad. Yeah, the, the rain held off to full time, didn't it, for you? It, it, it's actually, it, 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 it held off. It just started to rain at the end. It was like the, the gods were crying because of that last-minute goal, man. I mean, how yeah. sick did you feel? It was feel almost when... poetic, wasn't it? Yeah. How yeah. sick did you feel when that went in? It's, it was, it's, like you said, gut-wrenching is probably the best word to use, isn't it? I mean, I think uh, what I said to my friends when we came out of the game, I think there's, there's a difference between what you deserve and what you earn. I'm not quite sure we deserved a point because Liverpool were the better team but I think we de definitely earned it with the way we defended you know what that's a really really good way of putting it Jack we might not have deserved it because that's quite I like how you've put that because they did have more possession they did have much more op better opportunities but I think we earned like you say I think we did earn uh, a point because the way we did play um, you know and we, we we did scare them a couple of times but we were so they were gutted at the end, weren't they, on their backs, you know, like we all yeah. were. They put everything in and, you know, I, I think we earned the point. I think that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, I think, you know, we knew going into the game. I mean, I know me and you talked before the game and we'd got that little feeling. I think we call it blind optimism when you follow the walls, don't you? We could, today could be the day, but you knew Liverpool, they're in such great form and they've got quality all over the pitch. We were going to have to have one of those days to get anything from the game. And I thought actually tactically we probably did what we needed to do. We were tight, we were you know obdurate, we were compact. I mean, I think eight Nuri kept Salah so quiet all game, didn't he? I think that was probably the, the difference he in was, the end. I gave eight Nuri as my man of the match. I thought he was absolutely brilliant today. And it was telling, wasn't it, that the goal came from that end. Yeah. I felt for Hoover a little bit because he came on and I don't think he was quite up to the pace of the game and that's where we got caught out right at the end. Yeah, I think the, about 30 seconds before the goal, Hoover's up the other end of the pitch, isn't he, on, on a sort of a break and he, I think he stumbles over his own feet and 
he's probably trying to get back the adrenaline he's just come on the pitch he, he probably doesn't quite judge the flight of the ball gives Salah half a yard and that's all he needs isn't it and he gets the ball across the box and then it goes in yeah, yeah I mean it was um, Origi he's a bit of a pain in the neck for us isn't he Origi yeah, it, again, it's one of them. I know you speak to Liverpool fans, they're kind of like, Origi, why is he still at Liverpool? But he gets them goals as he comes off the bench a lot and, and scores goals. And it's the kind of player that top teams have, isn't it? Someone that, that would start for most of the Premier League teams. But for them, he sits on the bench, he comes on with 20 minutes to go. And quite often he gets them a goal or impacts the game, doesn't he, by, by holding the ball. He scored some big goals today. Really well. And to be honest, for, uh, for Liverpool... That goal could end up being a massive goal for him come to the end of the season. Um, yeah, I mean, top, race, top three is so close. Yeah, you saw the celebrations from their dugout when it went in. They were almost on the pitch, weren't they? Sort of in a huddle when it when it went in, and and especially with Chelsea dropping points today as well, that was probably a big, big three points for them. That they, I think, you could kind of see with twenty minutes to go, the body language on the Liverpool. They were expecting to be ahead by then, I think, and they were starting to think, oh. We should be winning by now. What what's what's what what's, do we need to why, do? Why aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Or, or not not in an arrogant way, but in a kind of well, oh, this is this is not what we expected. We've got to have to no. step up here, and and they did. To be fair, well, Jack, this is a Liverpool side that's in incredible form. You know, they're scoring goals from. They played their arch rivals Everton and spanked them four. They'd scored two goals or more in their last eighteen competitive matches in any competition. They're averaging this season something like three goals a game. And there's a stat I saw, there's only Wolves and Chelsea um, something like in the last six months or something like that, that have kept them from scoring two goals. Um, yeah. which And we nearly kept them from scoring any. We, we did, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think that they're in such great form, like we said. And I think the quality that they've got showed through. I mean, they probably weren't at their absolute scintillating best. I think that their fans have probably admit the same. But the thing when you play Liverpool, they're only ever one pass away from getting in. And you could see that all game, the way that Thiago and, and Fabinho and, and Henderson were kind of pressing on to our back. There was always ever one pass. They were looking for that one pass. They don't try and overplay in the same way that Man City do and try and pass you to death. It was always, where's that one pass we want? And they got it in the end, didn't they? But... I thought we defended really, really well today as a as a unit and as individuals. And I think there was a Liverpool fan that was kind of with us towards the end of the game and, and he was saying, um, I can't believe Kilman doesn't get a game for England. And, he, and it's Kilman, that kind of thing, isn't it? Kilman is in in is immense. He's yeah. like a giant in that back, in that defense. Unbelievable. This is I mean, he played a few games, but he's he's he's, he's undroppable for me. And we sat. We heard the the song, the the, uh, the song ring out today. Kilman for England, and surely with performances like he's putting in, he's got to be starting to get noticed and knocking on that door because he's he's so serene and he's so calm. And some of the tackles he puts in, and you get up and you play the ball out. He just he just seems so in control the whole time. I think, I think it, it's telling that that Virgil Van Dijk was playing today. And he wasn't the best centre half on the pitch. Kilman was. That that's the telling thing for me. You you watch the two of them and you think, well, it, it, Kilman is kind of like a, a Van Dyke type player. I think he's not quite at that level yet. But you can see the way that he sort of brings the ball out. He's very calm, very composed. How old is Van? How old is Van Dyke? Uh, I think he's late. Is he late twenties? Twenty eight, twenty nine, something like I that. Know. I'm sure Carl Whitehouse in the chat will come up because he's Mister Stato. 
yeah. one of my members, and I'm sure he'll, he'll come on with that as well. My point is, I'm sure he's late 20s. And you know with a central defender, they don't really start to hit their peak till they get to sort of 27, 28, that sort of age. Kilman's 23, 24. Yeah, he's 24, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, he's a young lad still. And he's got. I'm so happy that we've got him tied down on a five-year contract um, because I just think he's going to be a mainstay of our defence for many years to come, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, and I think it's another example of not giving up on a young player, isn't it? Because he, he is 24. He's not, he's not a 19, 20-year-old that we've sort of thrown in from nowhere. He's been with us for a few years. He's had a little taste in there the first year he was with us. Then this year he played a few Europa games, a few cup games, a couple of Premier League games. Last year he played 10, 11 Premier League games. Whereas now he's already beaten that total already, hasn't he? And we're only just into December. So you can see that progression in terms of his, his game time and his exposure to the first team. It's been really well judged, really well judged by, by Wolves. Absolutely. And we should mention that Casper in the uh, chat, Casper uh, John Rad has said, um, which I think we should touch on, a brilliant minute's applause by the whole ground for uh, that young lad today. It was very emotional, that was. Yeah, and, absolutely. Um, Obviously, everyone's well. you, you kind of follow it on the news. It, 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 it's terrible, isn't it? And, and like you say, your thoughts go out to the, the people that loved him and, and, you know, you just hope that, that we don't have to hear about things like that again, you know, and, and things can be put, put in place as a result. So that's the one thing with cases like that is that people do learn lessons and, and hopefully things can, can improve, whether it's know, the services, whether it's the, the processes and things. So let's hope some good comes from it. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Totally right. And, mate, you know, it was brilliant that the whole ground, they didn't just clap, they they stood up. Uh, Sat, Satya is reading, listening from Spain. A great channel said, uh, unlucky today. It's great. We, we've got people from all over the world that tune in. As well. So, if you're watching, wherever you're watching from, let us know. Um, we've got a comment here, and thanks for the uh, donation as well. Akash Sharif says, I'm a Liverpool fan, but you lot were one of the toughest challenges for us. Kilman, an academy player, guy will be a star. Good luck for the season. That's respect uh, and quality comment from a Liverpool fan. Thank you so much for that. Uh, do you agree with that? What he said, you know, one of the hot, toughest challenges, I think it's fair to say we were. Yeah, I think I think that that's kind of going into the game. You, you watch Liverpool sometimes. I watched them. I can't remember who they played now the other week, and the opposition just gave them the game basically. Yeah. And you think and you're thinking as a Wolves fan, right? Today, whatever happens, if they beat us, they've got to earn it. We don't give it to them. They've got to earn it, and they did. And that's kind of what you ask for, isn't it? When you're playing one of the top teams, because you know they've got the quality. Make them show it. Don't give them easy goals. Don't make mistakes. You know, don't sit back and let them play and make them earn the win. And and to be fair, they did. Like I said, I think if you're talking about who deserved the points, it's difficult to argue anything other than Liverpool. But in terms of earning it, then I thought we were in the game from well, pretty much all of it, weren't we? And the defensive display we, that we put in, you could really make a case that that clean sheet would have been very, very well, well earned. And, and that would have given us a, a bonus point, you'd probably say, wouldn't you, in terms of, you know, we're not expected to compete with Liverpool in the table and, and results like today and, and games like today aren't going to define our season. But if you get something from it, it's a huge confidence booster for everyone, isn't it? Absolutely. That's, that's probably why it's so so frustrating and disappointing that it, it's been been taken away in the last minute. I think if they'd have won 1-0 and scored in the first minute, 
It's a lot yeah. easier to take than if they score in the 94th, isn't it? Absolutely. So. And Jake here's uh, interesting comment. I'll put this to you as well, um, Jack. Deserved a point, but the team seems to be getting worse in the attacking third. We did not go at Liverpool like we did Tottenham, the Argentine and Leicester early season. What would you say to that? I think that, that's a fair observation, isn't it? I mean, I think well, we've got 12 goals in 15 games, which which is poor, isn't it? I mean, you can dress it up and you can make excuses and things, but that, that is a poor return. Um, I think the first three games, I think Bruno came in, didn't he? He wanted to get his ideas across and we attacked those three teams at the start but got no points and no goals. And I think he sort of said, oh, just hold on a second. I need to get some points. I need to work out how these players can play. Because don't forget, a lot of this squad have been playing under Nuno for three years, four years, in a very certain style of play. And that transition into what Bruno wants to play, Bruno Ball, if you want to call it that, won't happen overnight. He tried to make it happen overnight. Two more transfer windows, Jack, I reckon. There's something will be happening in January, but I mean, I was talking to um, Tim Spears at the sleep out and, and we were talking about January and we were talking about summer and we're both under the the thought that Wolves will go big next summer um, because they haven't got the FFP restrictions of the Europa League like we have had, which was hampering us. I think it'll be interesting to see what does happen. So a couple of people have said about the January window, obviously, there's the ongoing saga with Traore. I'll ask you a question now, Jack, and well, I'll ask everyone on the thing. If someone came in with forty million for Traore, would you sell him? Yes or no? Uh, in one word, yes. And in reinvest the money. It's just to reinvest, and and because I think he's the kind of player. If we're going to push forwards, I'm trying to tell to word it. You have to build your tactical plan around him when he plays. There has to be a big element of how you play. It has to involve Traore, whether it's how you move the ball quickly to him, it's where he plays on the pitch. Whereas I think people like Pedence, for example, you can sort of play him and you can be quite flexible in how you play. You can have him dropping deep. You can have him pushing out wide. You can have him almost pressing on the on the last defence, if you like. Whereas Traore kind of only plays one way. And so the team has to play to his strengths in order to get anything from him. I actually think he played well today, Traore. He was, he was probably our main... Yeah, he did. He, he did worry he scared, them he, he, was, he scared the Liverpool defenders. I mean, I think he scared Van Dijk because they were slicing it and tackling him and getting the ball out. And it was an outlet for us to get the ball. I mean, Saar... Um, I, I mean, I thought Jose Saar had another fantastic uh, game. Mm-hmm. That save that he made in the second half, um, obviously, that he made. And then there was another one that it was a rebound that he saved. OK, he made a mistake when he came out and uh, Jota, it was Jota, wasn't it, that got in and it looked for all the world that he was going to just put the ball. And then Cody, my God, how brave is he? Oh, it's fantastic, isn't <laughs> Did it? you that, think, that, oh my God, that it was a certain goal? I, I, I was thinking, oh, here we go. But that's what we were talking about when you earn that clean sheet and we nearly did. And it's things like that, isn't it? Throwing your body on the line to block a shot or you know, making a last-ditch tackle and things like that. You have to kind of earn that, particularly when you play the top teams, because when Jota's going through there, isn't he? He's thinking, I've got a goal here. And he, and he did almost try and walk in, didn't he? Yeah. And that, that gave Cody the opportunity to get back and make the block. It was a, it was a brilliant, brilliant uh, piece of defending, wasn't it? And, and like we said, that's the kind of thing you have to do when you're playing, playing Liverpool or playing the City. Absolutely. And to finish off with your part of the, uh, the segment, um, Jack, I, I'll be very intrigued to... 
to hear your performance rating today and also who you're going to give your man of the match because I think there's quite a few you could pick from today. There are, yeah. I mean, a performance rating, I would say, we're probably uh, probably an eight. Eight, I mean, yeah. We, we didn't we didn't offer enough going forward if we're being sort of brutally honest. But but I don't think that's that's how you play against Liverpool, is it? You don't open the game up and turn it into almost a basketball end to end kind of thing. Because they play, will if you play a basketball five, six, match seven. against uh, against them, you're going to lose, aren't you? Yeah. So, but defensively, I thought we were like we said, we were outstanding. And I think it's 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 got to be an eight, hasn't it? We were we were what forty seconds away from what would have been oh, no. a really good point. Um, and, man of the match, I think I think eight Nuri. Yeah, I think that right hand side, Salah and, and Alexander Arnold, is as good as anything you'll you'll play against this season. And he kept them both so quiet, didn't he? Has he, he picked up an well injury? Well. Has he picked up an injury? Because I, I know he's going down with cramp and he came off, but. I, heard today, I think God. I think it's a bit of a, a recurring issue with him, isn't it? He's gone off a few times with with sort of cramp and tight hamstrings in like the 80, 85th minute, eighty sixth minute, things like that. Whether he's just not because he's going up and down all game, isn't he? And he's he's only nineteen. Whether he's not quite got that that. Is he only nineteen? I think he's only nineteen, isn't he? Ain't the no, maturity of that but, young man but, yeah. is unbelievable. He's a player. He is. Yeah, he did take on some. It? What about that run in the end of the first half when he uh, he jinked inside two and then it, the, okay the shot wasn't great. He went out for a throw in. He saw glory and um, it, that was that, that was probably our best opportunity of the match. To be fair, yeah, he did really well, didn't he? And he, like I say, he just went on his swinger, wasn't it? On his right foot, and he, he put it out into the stand, didn't he? But like I say, I thought he was he was outstanding. And we've talked a lot about Aitnuri in terms of he offers so much going forward, but. I'm a bit worried about him at the back. Well, his defensive work this season has improved. Massively. I thought Samedo had a good game as well, mate. Samedo was good, yeah. Um, again, you know, he's, he doesn't get beaten very often, does he, on 1v1 on that right-hand side. He's very, very solid this season. He hasn't given away too many errors or chances, as he does the, the penalty at Leeds, which springs to mind. But other than that, not really much. I thought the, the whole sort of goalkeeper and back five were, were really good today. Sace. Always worries you, doesn't he? Because he's always got a, a, a lunge in him or a, a silly error. But he was really solid today. Like we said, Cody was was great in terms of organising and getting back. And, and Kilman was Kilman was Kilman, if we say like that, because we're just we, so we used to the doing that kind of performance. And then, like you said, Saar kept us in the game with a couple of really good saves. The one second half when I think Dendonka sliced the ball over his own. Shoulder and it went to Mane and he had the snapshot and Saar pushed it around the post. That's an unbelievable save, really oh, tough save. And will you be at uh, City next week? Yeah, we're at City next week. Yeah, early start, isn't it? But uh, again, let's go and see what we can do. Let's not we've, give it up already. Let, let's go and see what we can do. We've we've, we've won there in the past, haven't we? And we've we have points off them. It's only Liverpool that is the only team that we've not beaten since we've been promoted. Yeah, I know we have this sign against them, but yeah, we'll again, probably. I reckon we'll go to Anfield last match of the season and scupper their title, their title thing on the last day or something. Well, because we we're looking at the fixtures after the game, and our last two away games are Chelsea and Liverpool, and I'm oh thanks, that's that's a that's a nice way to end the season, isn't it? But uh, yeah, no, we'll, say, a, we'll definitely have a role to play in the title. I think, I think, because I think those three, well, you'll struggle to separate them all season. You could see today that they're a, a class above anything we've played all season, aren't they? I know we've played the Tottenham, Man United, Leicesters, yeah. but Liverpool are a, a class above all those guys, and we've aren't got, they? of course, in quick succession, 
we've got City and Chelsea coming up as well. So, you know, they're all yeah. difficult points. We've got Brighton sandwiched in between who have, uh, haven't won in 10, but they they keep grinding out results with 10 men as they did again today. Jack, thank you so much for contributing. No, and I'm sure you'll come on after the Man City match. No worries. See you later, all guys. All the best, See ya. So that's Jack, who uh, always makes some uh, fantastic points. I do want to say a big thank you uh, again to Spider VPN for powering this uh, this show. Uh, if you're uh, listening and you're watching, feel free to share it across your social channels. Uh, make sure if you're enjoying the content, you smash a like to the video. It lets YouTube know that you enjoy uh, the content in this particular video. And, um, you know, we're going to be bringing on now, I think he's back in LA, Adam. What's up, Dave? What's up, man? Are you back in LA now? I'm back in LA. I've been back about 24 hours now. I got back yesterday. I'm, I'm a bit jet lagged. So so you're becoming a, quite a little bit of a, a, a little star whilst you were uh, over and stuff like that. I think you were on BBC Midlands today, weren't you? Yeah, it was so crazy. I was taking the train from London to Wolverhampton and my I started getting DMs from these people like, I'm a producer. Can we have you on? I was like, OK. And like I was yeah. on a radio show and yeah, it was all a bit crazy. My wife was just like, this is so weird. I'm like, I know I don't. It, this is crazy. But it was it was fun. It was it was a thrill. And we, we had a good time. And I'm all right in saying that, you know, Michael Bublé. Uh, I, I do know Michael Bublé, yes. Like, I dropped you a message. I don't know if we've connected on Instagram yet, but we have. Oh, but I was on your Instagram, and I'm sure you he gave you a shirt or something, and um, you tagged Michael Bublé in there. Do you want to let people know what that was and how you know Michael Bublé? Yeah, so I work in the music industry. Um, so I, I, I know a lot of big name uh artists i actually work with the band lincoln park for about 14 years i know them wow. very very well they're good friends of mine um, i started working with michael buble i don't know four or five years ago um and we became really good friends over the lockdown him and i would facetime about six times a day and we no, got wow. we, we both are big time into sports and big sports fans and he's a big hockey fan and i'm a big hockey fan and i'm a, my team is the chicago blackhawks and um when i left my old my last job that i worked with him at um i worked for warner records his record label uh he he sent me a he got a jersey signed by one of the best players in the national hockey league who plays for the blackhawks uh he got it signed for me and sent it to me as a gift so that was um, amazing i yeah. um, when i was in new york i actually went to madison square garden and took in a hockey match and what? it was the new york rangers against the washington something or other well, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I grew up playing hockey. Hockey's the the team, the sport I grew up. I was a really good hockey player as a kid, um, much better than I was playing uh, so soccer. I'll say soccer right now. But um, uh, yeah, so I was a big hockey player growing up. So Fantastic. And now you've uh, obviously we're looking for that Premier League team. You picked the Wolves, which is fantastic. Uh, what was it that attracted you to the Wolves again? You know, um, I my friends all support different big teams, the Chelsea's and Liverpool. My one of my best friends is a massive Liverpool fan, has like a huge tattoo on his arm. Yeah. Um, so we were texting all all morning today. Um, and so when I picked the team, I thought, well, I don't want to pick one of the big guys. That's kind of boring, you know. I wanted to pick, you know, a team that I felt like had a lot of community and a. 
<laughs> I like that. They get Mike Shinoda a wolf shirt. Uh, he's from the band Lincoln Park, for those who aren't aware. Um, um, no, I wanted to support a, a, a club that I felt like I could be a part of the community. And it's funny about this Mike Shinoda comment in the Lincoln Park is I'm really tight with the Lincoln Park fans. I toured with that band for a really long time all around the world. Um, I know they're fans. I know Lincoln Park fans on every corner of the earth. And it's a real community and it's a real place where fans connect and I could connect with fans. And, um, and I wanted that with my soccer club, sorry, my football club. And, and, and lo and behold, I found it. Like, it's just unbelievable. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been fun. I'll tell you what, that was some trip. Was it something like 5,700 and something miles that you traveled? Something. I did the math like exactly from my house to Molyneux and it was like 5,317 miles or something like that. That's um, fantastic. Incredible. Yeah. Worth every what's mile. What's the weather like in LA at the moment? Oh, it's, it's beautiful. Um, it's, uh, it's, I'm looking out the window. It's sunny and I don't know, it's probably 65 degrees Fahrenheit. I'm not quite sure what that is. Um, and <laughs> yeah. then you come over and you're on a, a cold, blustery, wet it. night at Molyneux, and you loved every second of it. I, As we were boarding the flight at Heathrow, we got one last blast of cold air, like as we're walking, you know, onto the plane. And I turned to my wife and I go, oh, I'm going to miss that because it's supposed to be like 80 degrees here tomorrow. And I would t much rather take the cold and the, the wind and the rain. Um, I love that it was freezing cold at Molyneux that night. It was it was fantastic. I, I've, I've come down with a bit of a cold and I probably from that, but um, uh, it was fantastic. Absolutely. And you'll be coming back again at some point, I'm sure. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm definitely coming back. And I, sure. I, I need one of them little guitar clip things as well. Like, I know. I, I I was thinking like maybe I should just send you all the left. I have some leftovers. Maybe I should send you the leftovers and you can hand them out to everyone who I didn't get a I chance could do to do that. I could do that, mate. That would be brilliant. That one. We'll uh, we'll we we could do that for sure. So uh, have you watched the game today? I watched the game today. Yeah, I I was up at about three a.m. because I was jet lagged. So I was I was up a few hours already. <laughs> Crikey! And what? How did you feel? watching that game on the edge of your seats at time, I suppose. I mean, yeah, it was, it was, a. I mean, it was exciting. It was about as exciting as it gets. Um, I fully expected Liverpool to really control the game. Um, and, and it was really nice to see Wolves counter that. And, and it didn't feel like we were just being run over the entire time. I, I was thinking about, comment. I was thinking about the city game last year where they city just put on a clinic against wolves like just a clinic and it was just like it felt it just felt like you were playing city and i kind of expected that today after burnley the other day you know so um so for for wolves to do what they did today i, I was it, it was exciting and it was a it was what a heartbreaking way to lose but man was it was it an exciting um exciting game i'm proud of proud of the boys for how they played in such a physical match too and uh man they all just had put their bodies on the line i kept thinking like i bet they went into that dressing room and just collapsed on the floor because oh, they, they, they on gave the it all yeah, they, exactly they, they they did um and that block from cody on the line um was unbelievable wasn't it it was fantastic i just thought connor cody today showed why he's the captain and Connor Cody today led by example. He he was the guy who said, 
this is this is what it means to play for this team against a team like Liverpool. Like I'm, I, he got hurt and he got up, and I didn't, I didn't, I thought he might come off the pitch. Um, Do you know the backstory with Cody? Yeah, I mean, I know he's yes, I I know he's originally a huge Liverpool fan. Was he? Was he, he, he played came through Liverpool's, I think, academy. He was with them for a long, long, long time. Right. Um. So that's why. Um. When they sing the Connor Cody, they they think he's a Scotia, but he's really gold and black. That's right. kind of where that line comes from. And right. I tell you what, he's full on wolves now, mate. I know, and and um, I mean, I got when I I got this shirt when I was over there, and I couldn't decide what player I was going to get on. And last minute, I was like, I'm getting a Cody. I'm getting Cody. That's that's my guy. So. Is that on the back of your shirt? Yeah, I got a, I got Let's Cody on look. there. Hey, fantastic! Right. That is so absolutely fantastic. So um, I mean. Um, what would you say your performance rating was for today? I'd probably agree with Jack. I mean, it, it, I'd give him an eight. Um, I, I really wish we could have put a put a ball in the back of the net. Um, but you know, the way the defense played, the way I, I mean, all of those guys back there were just amazing. Um, on another level today, it felt like all sacrificing their bodies. It was such a physical match. Um, and they were up for it. I think I really felt like the only guy who kind of wasn't up for the physical physicality of the match was Huang. It, he seemed a bit tentative all day today. He almost scared to touch the ball. It was yeah, a, it was I, I think if it, I think that's a good point, Adam. Actually, because I, I felt a little bit the same today. That he seems to have. I don't know. He seems to have gone off the. I don't know what it is in the last few games. He doesn't seem as involved. I think yeah. he's trying. But he doesn't seem to be contributing as much in the last few games, and I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it. Yeah, there was there was a moment right before he came off where there was there was a ball played kind of his in general area, and he he kind of started running towards it, and then a Liverpool player was running at this, and he just kind of stopped. And I went, I turned to my wife and I go, "What is he doing?" And mm. literally a minute and a half later he got yanked out. And I wonder if like maybe Bruno saw that too and was like, if you're not up for this, then get off the pitch. Um, yeah, that, was a bit, that was a bit disappointing to see. Cause I've really liked his performance, you know, this year. Yeah. I mean, he's got, he's got something, he's strung and stuff. It's just, I don't know what it is the last few games. Well, I can't put my finger on it really, but maybe he's just gone a little bit off the boil a bit, but we aren't creating as much going forward. Um, he's not as involved. Okay. We've, you know, we've only scored, what, I think something like 12 goals this season. But, I mean, looking across that game today, would you pick out as your man of the match? Uh, it's so easy to say Ryan ain't Norris, so I'm not going to. Just because, again, I just think what Connor Cody did today again, against his, you know, his, his original team and his hometown team. Um, and, uh, you know, when you, when you see, you know, Kilman, this young player, um, or or Nori, like they're looking up to Connor Cody, and Connor Cody today said, like, this is what it takes. Like, this is what this is what it takes to play in this league at the highest level against the best players in the world. Um, and to, to stop that goal the way he did, um, I I just loved what Connor Cody brought to the table today, and 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 he was a real leader today. He was a warrior. I mean, second yeah. half, he was like the walking wounded. He was down for about three. I was worried. I was for a little while that he might have to come off because he looked in a lot of pain. And he, he did, and and I and I'm not sure if you could see, you know, if you guys were there, but like, I mean, he was wincing, like he was he was in real pain. It looked like um, when they were kind of zooming in on him on the TV. So. 
Um, I thought he was, I thought he was done. Um, and at that point, if he would have come off, I, I think the, it would have been a bloodbath, but um, thankful he stayed on. And... <laughs> I got to admit, I was in the stand at the North back the following hour, and I was kind of like, Cody comes off, who's going to march all the center of that defense? So I was a bit, I wasn't, because there's a lot, quite a long way to go at that point in the game as well. Yeah. But he, he battled on. He battled on. Um, yeah. I, I, I just loved what, I loved what Connor Cody brought, brought today. Um, true, true wolf there. So you're going for Cody as your man of the match, mate. And uh, yeah. I'm guessing you'll be watching the City match next week. Absolutely. It's an early one. It's on at 4.30 a.m. here. Um, I'll be up. Don't even worry about it. I'll be awake. Fantastic, mate. And uh, look out for Adam as well, because you've sent your, your international fan reaction over. So that'll be out in the next 24 to 48 hours on the channel as well, along with some of the other guys around the world as well. So thanks for that, Adam. You were really quick in getting across as well. Appreciate it. I try to keep it, I, uh, do it quickly uh, while it's still fresh in my head. In the moment, exactly. <laughs> That's the best way. Absolutely brilliant. All right. Well, hopefully you'll come on the Extra Time Show again and I'll uh, we'll talk Anytime. about those guitar picks. Absolutely. Sounds good, uh, man. Nice one. Cheers, Adam, mate. Cheers, Dave. That was Adam, who's, um, you know, fully part of the Wolfpack now, um, really top top bloke as well. And um, absolutely brilliant to work. Uh, the Wolves have got fans all over the world, over there in Los Angeles. Um, but they have got a lot better weather. I think Merv in the chat says we've got thunderstorms, rain and four degrees and it's 65 degrees over there with Adam. But like he's up in the early hours uh, watching the game and that's commitment, which is absolutely fantastic. And we do have a debut on the channel coming up next because we've also got in the backstage, we've got Matt, Max and Josh as well. But we have a debut coming on right now. Hello, Carrie. Hi, Dave. Absolutely. You've got that lovely uh, white top on. And of course, we were working together on the Samosa store today and we uh, we became friends over at the uh, the sleep out a couple of weeks ago for uh, the foundation and uh, the, the Good Shepherd raising money for the homeless and the Feed Our Pack campaign. And today was all about Dementia UK. How yeah. are you feeling? I'm all right. I've just about warmed up. It was very cold today being out there. So I've just about warmed back up, I think. Yeah, well, you worked damn hard because you were behind the store the the the, the whole time, and uh, obviously Manny just uh, announcing. Uh, I think we've nearly raised nearly six thousand pounds for the cause, which is incredible, and that's due to what a team of uh, the Samosa crew is, and also all the Wolves fans that have come and donated uh, in such force to, uh, to to you know three thousand Samosas uh, were got rid of, yeah. and uh, nearly six thousand pounds raised. I've yeah. got a few people that are saying, hi, Carrie, hi, hi. Carrie, <laughs> and hi, Carrie. Uh, Barry saying welcome to you as well, which is lovely. Oh, so we'll say, say hello. Uh, Carrie, when we got to the samosa box, the bloke in front of us took oh, the Oh, I'm so seat. sorry. Oh. <laughs> they're just, yeah. they all, by half past two, they're just all sold out. Oh, no, they did, didn't they? And yeah. you see, look, look, this is what I was saying. We've got such a nice community. You're making your debut and everyone's making you welcome. I did. I got, I got, I did get to talk into this today, didn't I, Dave? Well, I kind of like, didn't give you much choice, did I really? No, you did not, no. <laughs> but you do like your musicals like me as well, which is all I good. I do. So uh, what time did you get into the ground? 
Um, I, I literally just made it for kickoff. So as I got into my seat, they were just coming out of the tunnel. So it was really lucky. Perfect. And where were you sitting today? Um, I sit in uh, W2, so the Billy Wright. In the, and the Billy Wright do sing these days as well. They we get... do. This is this is a really not the Billy Quiet anymore, is it? No, everybody's calls it the Billy Quiet, and honestly, Rome, well, especially where we sit, it's so loud. I don't know why it's got this reputation, but we do love a good sing song. You do absolutely, and um, you know, I mean. What did you feel? What was your general gist of the whole game? And I, I mean, how were you feeling when that goal went in right at the end? Devastated. Obviously, when the goal went in, um, I think pretty much mirroring what the other two guys have said that have been on, I think defensively we were really strong today. Um, you know, I, I didn't really feel as if at any one point I was really scared of the Liverpool coming at us. I felt, we, we you know, we kept them at bay fairly well all match I think we could do with more going forward but you know as the other guys have said when you're against Liverpool you've got to got to pick your battles maybe and defensively I thought we smashed it today absolutely and the thing is with Liverpool as well and that you know they're, they're they're not just good with the ball they're really really good off the ball as well they how they win the ball back and yeah they're, they're like a rush they're all over here and we they couldn't really get any sustained period of play where we controlled the took control of the game because they kept nicking the ball off and we and yeah I think we only had three shots which I think wasn't great and they had about 17 I'm not sure how many were on target they obviously had a lot more percent in terms of the um uh possession but we couldn't really get any sustained period of play where we well I think that's the frustration back. isn't it you you can see they're an attacking side we yeah. are not an attacking side. We don't we don't go in and grab that ball back. You know, the second we got it, they were on us. They were taking that ball back and, you know, then we sit back a bit and we'll win it back when we can. So I think that's obviously where we need to focus in the windows in January, in the summer. We need, you know, and I, I think Bruno will bring that in. Well, I, th I think, I personally think you, you can't really, I don't think it's really going to get to where he wants to be until the start of next season, uh, because I think ultimately he wants to play the four at the back. He's obviously the Benfica team that he played were very attacking, um, scoring over 100 goals. Um, I mean, and at the moment he's still developing. It'll be interesting to see what happens in the January transfer window, if anyone does go out, if we can strengthen, we need to strengthen. But don't forget as well, um, we've also got the likes of Neto coming back. Hopefully, Johnny Otto, fingers Excited crossed. Excited for that. We, we've yeah. missed him. We've definitely missed Neto, um, you know. And I think today, you know, on the pitch, we missed that pace as well going forward. We, we missed Pedence, I think. You know, we've missed him I being think, I think, Yeah, I, I agree. Because, I, I mean, I'm a big fan of, of Pedence. My dad, as anyone who watches the channel, is a big fan. And he calls him Bonanza, as you <laughs> probably know, which is quite funny. But, like... I, He's obviously been out um, long term with COVID. Um, yeah. in, you know, not in terms of like I don't think he was seriously ill, but obviously he's had to isolate. And now we know we've got Marcel that's out, which is a concern if um, Eight Norris injured. But Daniel Pedence to me offers something different, and I think possibly because he hasn't fully trained is why he didn't bring him on. He yeah, brought power on again. But, but I do think Daniel Pedence gives. Or something that 
no one else in the team does. He gets into those little pockets of space. He's very, very tricky, such a low centre of gravity. And he gives us another option going forward. And we yeah. all saw what happened when he came on against Villa. Um, yeah. He single-handedly turned the game um, gave, and gave us that new dimension. We've seen him do that quite well. And, of course, he was a starter um, recently as well. I can't I think it was, was it the West Ham game that he was a starter and he had such a good game? Yeah. Um, as well. And then, of course, he goes and gets COVID and he's, he's out for three matches. And I think yeah. he didn't come on today because probably he wasn't fully match fit and up to, you know, being out. I've probably done some training at home, but he hadn't trained with the team. So hopefully yeah. he'll be uh, back in strong contention for next week against City. Yeah, I hope so. And I, like I say, I think it's, we've got exciting times ahead. And, you know, the fact that we did hold Liverpool for 94 minutes today. You know, that's brilliant. You know, how many teams so far have done that this season against Liverpool? I think, you know, the exciting times to come. And there's a question here for you from Jake, um, Carrie. Another goal from Gibbs White today. Do you think we should bring him back in January? I don't... I really like Gibbs White and he's, he is one of our own. Playing exceptionally well at the moment, but I wonder whether he's, that's his limit. I, you know, whether it's too much for him in the Premier League. I'd love to see him back. And I, I hope that being out on loan has done him some good. But um, I just wonder right now where he'd fit in, in the team. Yeah, I mean, he plays that sort of position, doesn't he, where I think he can play behind the front two. Um, yeah. he, he likes to play the through balls. He's got a shot in him. But then you've also got um, Jordan that's coming back, Luke Kundal. Uh, I'm excited about Luke. We, you know, we've heard, like seen an amazing good things about him. So I think that would be an exciting prospect to to see on the pitch. Uh, Carl says there's no recall clause on Morgan Gibbs White. I disagree with you there, Carl. There is, um, from what I've been told by reporters, there is a recall option. If Wolves wanted to bring him back in January, they could. Um, so there was a recall option built into that. I'm pretty certain with it because I've uh, I've got that clarified from a few reporters. Um, Wolves FC says well, Pedence is back, his Kobe's Van City game probably starts, can we go there only two strikers there, Raul and Pedence um, give, Jake gives White two assists as well in the Championship, never managed much in the Premier League you know, it, there's there's lots out there, I mean, you know Gibbs White, um, according to Shane ain't good enough for Wolves, need players better than him but then people were saying that about uh, Max Kilman and look at him well, I think since he's getting his regular start, though, I mean, it just shows that having that consistency of the regular start has, has worked wonders for Kilman. I mean, he's he's a powerhouse. You, you don't realise quite how big he is and, you know, how domineering he is there. I think he's just been brilliant. I think he had another great match today. He did. He, he's very solid defensively. And if you look at Raul Jimenez as well, because obviously he's, you know, our number nine and... You've seen how when he was at Benfica and the other teams, he was coming off the bench. When he's come to Wolves, he's got regular match time yeah. and he's improved. And you could say the same for the likes of Gibbs White out on loan, playing regularly for for, for a, in a tough division, Sheffield United. It's very tough division, the championship. That'll harden him up. I'd, you know, yeah. see him coming back, uh, you know, and making a difference, whether or not it's in January or whether it's back in the, the summer. I still think Wolves have got long-term aspirations for 
for Gibbs White, and I think he's learning a lot by being out out on loan at uh, at Sheffield. I, I don't see them bringing him back in January, though. No, no. Merv agrees with you. Kilman is a colossus. He is. He is. He's 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 a powerhouse there. And I think since you know since Bolly's not been in, we've missed that height. So it it's good having him there as well. You know, to have that height because we haven't got the tallest team, have we? So. No, it's a bit it's better a... than last year um, yeah. in terms of our... And we have done well with set pieces, whereas it was a weakness last year. Carrie, um, give us your um, your performance rating for today and your man of the match. I, I would agree. I think with the other two, I think we were, we were an eight. I think, yeah. you know, solid eight today, which against, um, you know, the likes of Liverpool is amazing. Um, and again, I've toyed with my man of the match and I, I agree with Adam. I think I'm going to go Cody. I mean, he quite literally took one for the team today, didn't he? he? Did. So he did. I agree with Adam. I think Cody did a sterling job today. He absolutely did. And, um, uh, you know, which, what's your next game that you're at? Do you know? Uh, well, I was at City, but I, I had to say so I couldn't go. So I'm at Chelsea the next one. Oh, so you can't go. You can't. I'm you sitting can't by you, Dave, for Chelsea. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Bank for Chelsea. You're in the North Bank, I. Which which, which area? Um, NL five. All oh, right, you're over the other side to me. I'm on. I'm, I'm over in NL two. Oh, it's um, a shame you can't go to City. You, you know, I bet you. Yeah, I, I mean, I did. I get. I had the tickets to go, but I had to. Um, I had to change my plans, unfortunately. So with Chelsea, but then I'm at Arsenal away. So. I'm oh yeah, that'd be a good trip. So you go, you go, thinking. So like, anytime you go to a match, we need to be getting you on. Have you enjoyed coming on today? Yeah, it's it's been okay. It's been not as bad as you thought. I don't know whether I'll commit to coming on after everyone, like, but <laughs> well, I'll get you on a bit. Do you know what? Do you know what, Carrie? It's really important, I think, um, that we get to hear from female fans uh, represented, and I'd like to get more female fans coming on and talking. We get a lot of the guys come, which of course, but it's brilliant, and I'm sure everyone in the chat uh, and everyone backstage will agree. It's good to hear from female fans, so I really appreciate you taking the time to come on. No problem. Thank you for asking me. And uh, uh, Barry has said, excellent contribution. Well, Stu you, says, uh, well done, Carrie. Adam's uh, here saying completely agree with that as well. So, look, everyone's agreeing. And I'm sure you'll go back in the green room and watch the rest of the uh, the show from backstage. We've probably got a few more people as well. Oh, yeah, look, someone else said, well said, breath of fresh air. How's oh, that? Thank you. So, there, you've got to come on again now. Carrie, thank you so much, and I'll see you real soon. You will. Bye. See you later, mate. So that's Carrie. She's lovely, and it's brilliant, I think, as you'll agree, to have female fans uh, represented. Uh, we're going to be going with Matt, Max, and Josh. To, Josh, are you all right? We're going on last, mate. Pick them up to come on. We're going to get Matt on next. Hello, Matt. How you doing? Hello, Dave. Absolutely. First Welcome off, back. I want to say big up to Manny for the work he's done. Uh, well, Manny and all of the Manny, as I said to him, he's like he's like CEO of Samosa Inc. and he's got a, a, a massive team of people that all contribute either in making the samosas, producing them, or helping on the day. And then, of course, everyone that's donated it's a massive team effort. 
and um, it's it's amazing uh, for a fantastic cause, as we say, Dementia UK. Where have you watched the game today? I was in NL5, and I just want to say, I had three smash off money. I donated three pounds, and they were fantastic. Oh, you enjoyed it. Fantastic. I'm, I'm going to have to be because my phone's going to die. But my man in the match has got to be Kilman. Kilman for you? The lad's a colossus. He is a colossus. Uh, I actually think he is a colossus. I saw a rather interesting video. There's a Liverpool fan stealing a seat from our away end. Oh, right, okay. What, actually stealing the seat? I know. <laughs> yes, actually stealing the seat, yes. Well, um, and I must say as well, everyone today in the sixth minute, absolutely impeccable for that for that little lad. Bit of blood, oh, it was, it was emotional, mate. Impeccable. It was fantastic. Everyone in the ground stood up as well. Didn't just clap, they, everyone stood which was absolutely fantastic. As Jake says, uh, the fans were superb today and Star Stadium was rocking. Credit to everyone who came and showed support. Absolutely bang on. Um, Casper says, can you get to a bit nearer the mic, please, because we're struggling to hear you. Uh, uh, As well. As we all know, a a certain Mr. Uh, Diogo Jota came back today and it was his birthday. So he's going to be enjoying his birthday tonight. And Absolutely. the fact that he did to score. Well, him. It was like the uh, pantomime villain that we all love, ha- love to hate and hate to love. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think for 94 minutes, the performance was nothing like I've, I've seen the last few games. Uh, Much better. It was just that one moment of magic that they took. Their one moment of magic and bang, it, it's in. And the win. Absolutely. And of course, everyone was feeling sick. What would you give as your uh, performance rating then? Got to be at 8.5. Again, kind of cowardly today. Absolutely superb. Took one, took one literally for the team, as, Indeed, as I said. Be interesting to see that back on match of the day I mean, uh, in a little the, while. The, 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 and what's the next game you're at? Got to say, the guy he's at. Watford. Watford, Boxing Day. You're at Watford, so you're looking forward to that, mate. And anything else you'd like to add before we move on to the next caller? Oh, yeah. And I want to say a big up to Dan McNamara, who I spoke two or three times today, and who's convinced me to go to the ladies tomorrow. Yeah, Dan McManara came, the Wolves women manager. Uh, Wolves, uh, Wolves women, of course, playing against Forest in the FA Cup tomorrow. So if you can get down, absolutely. He came over to the Samosa store, had a good chat with him. Top bloke he is. And let's hope Wolves women do really well uh, tomorrow. Uh, Matt, thanks ever so much for coming on, mate. Uh, try and work on your mic for next time. All right, you, you, your mic's a little bit in and out. All right, in no terms problem. Of your sound. Thanks, mate. All right, I'll, I'll try and sort that out. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. And next up, we've got 
Max over in Australia. You need to understand. Yeah, I forgot what you did. Yeah, Dave, how are you going? Is it Melbourne where you are? Yeah, I'm in Melbourne, Dave. And have you managed to get in touch with Victoria Wolves? Yeah, oh, well, I have been looking at it, but not. Uh, I think I am looking to get in touch with them, though. My, my dad's been looking to it as well. I think my dad's liking the team as well. So and have you been... sent in your international fan reaction yet? Oh, no, I haven't, because I just got off about an hour ago. But I'll be doing it soon, a couple of probably. Yeah, years. get a good backdrop in landscape. 90 seconds, mate. So yeah. uh, what time was it there when you were watching the match? Oh, the thing was, I had my alarm on for the game, but I didn't, for some reason, I don't know, I didn't feel like I heard it, so I I think I missed the game. You never missed the game? Yeah, I did. I don't know what happened. I think I had my alarm on, and I didn't, re- and I woke up this morning and realised, well, how come it didn't go off? But I do... What, what are of, you basing I, your assessment on of the game today then, Max? Well, I saw the highlights and all that, and I saw the, and I saw the stats, and I guess, yeah, it was quite... Um, Warren, it was um, really unlucky for the boys today. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. So I guess it's going to be difficult for you to uh, to really give your man of the match. And uh, oh well, I have been looking at Sky Sports and what they've thought of the game and the highlights. So I've kind of got an understanding, I guess. So I don't know speaking about it, but that's all right. Well, Patrick Moran says his nephew is a policeman in Melbourne. Oh yeah, that's great to hear. Uh, oh, yeah, FA Cup draw, Casper, uh, FA Cup draw on Monday. Um, if you want me to do a live like I did last year, a live show to watch the FA Cup draw together, um, give me uh, a Wolfhead, a gold heart or a thumbs up in the, in the comment section below. And we'll do, um, if you're all up for it, we'll do, uh, we'll cover the FA Cup draw live here on the channel. Uh, like the good old days, whether we did the watch alongs last year. <laughs> so let me uh, let me know if you're up for for doing uh, that. So um, Max, I mean, yes. from what you've seen, what would you say your performance rating is? Oh, I'd say like a seven and a half or an eight, in my opinion, because you know we almost drew the game against Liverpool. I thought you know our defence was really good, and you know the stuff Cody did, and you know. And that that save from him and all that it was just it was unbelievable it, uh, until the, sorry until the ninety fourth minute when Origi oh, obviously no. scored it really just, hurt uh, yeah. it's heartbreaking gut wrenching yeah. as I put but, in my reaction to be yeah. fair it was a proper uh, gut wrenching that was yeah. but if but it just shows like if we beat Norwich and Burnley like we would have been fifth still right now which would have been so good so yeah those results hurt us even more now if you could say absolutely. And from what you've seen, what were you going with your man of the match? Oh, I'd probably want to give it to Cody as well. Um, I agree with some of the other people. I think, yeah, he just had a great game. He just he did a captain's thing today. He really had a captain's game. He stood up for the team and, yeah, it was just a great performance from him. Very proud. Um, absolutely. I've got a question here from Josh who's coming on next. He's chuckling in the green room in the background. Max, will you be watching the Ashes on the eights? Because I think oh, Josh the Ashes. Well, I might actually watch it. I do not want. I, mean, I don't really. I haven't really watched cricket before, but I might start getting into it really, since I've been watching a lot of other sports recently. I might get into the see the cricket. Do it because I do know a couple of my mates who watch it. He's going at the game in Adelaide, I think. Of course, it's the Ashes start, doesn't it? Uh, very, yeah. very soon. And there's another question that was asked: Are you out of lockdown in Melbourne now? 
Yeah, we are. We we've been living yeah pretty good so right now. Like it's been a couple of months, you know. Out of I've been I've obviously just finished school for the year, so I'm on summer break. And yeah, we've just been out of lockdown. People have been out pubs last night because I was at um a A League game. Yeah. Um, you heard of the A League in Australia? Our soccer, our um football league. And who's yeah. your A League soccer team? Uh, Melbourne City. Melbourne, are they any good? Uh, yeah, well, well, not last night though. Um, we lost one uh, nil to another team in um, sort of in Melbourne, but yeah, we were disappointed last night. But we, we were the, we're the reigning champions though. Uh, you can't be too bad in Australian football, then, didn't you? Yeah. Didn't um, was it the, uh, the, the what's the guy who's the the super fast runner? I can't think of his name. Didn't he come down and try and get into Australian football? Bolt, you saying Bolt? Uh, Bolt, yeah, I remember he played for I think the Mariners, the team the Mariners he played for. And Daniel, you know Daniel Sturridge? He yes. plays in the league. He plays for um, Perth Glory. If you Daniel Sturridge played for Wolves, you know. Oh, yeah, I heard about that as well. Yeah, he had a score. I think if I'm correct, he had, when he came to Wolves, he, would, he had a, went on a scoring run. Uh, well, I, yeah. I remember that. He couldn't stop scoring, I think. Yeah, Apparently, great. as well, from Carl Whitehouse, Andy Keogh now plays in the A-League. He is another Andy Wolves Keogh. striker. I'll have a look. See where he... Um... He plays for. Who's he play for? Uh, he plays for Perth as well. Oh, so interesting. Storage. Interesting. So you, you know, yeah. and uh, what? Just remind everyone what, what, who, what attracted you to Wolves? Uh what attracted me with Wolves again? I just, I know, I really liked the club. I just enjoyed, you know, it was a team. You know, I like the colours. You know, as you said, like the last time I was on, I like the colours. I like the kids. You know, and yeah, I just really liked the team, and you know. It was a team that wasn't too big, but it was a team that, you know, had a good supporter base. And I was like, yeah, this is a great club. Why not support it? You know? 100% right, mate. 100% yeah. right. And were you watching the Man City game? Oh, yeah. I'm. Uh, fun fact, yeah. I'm going to go to my uncle's house because I've got an uncle and he goes for Man City. So I'm going to watch the game with him. Oh, that'd be absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Top, top, top man. And what time is it there at the moment? Uh, 8.49am. 8.49 a.m. It's crazy to think. And what's yeah, the weather no, like? Just just show, can you, have you got this, can you, can you show us the outside at the moment? Can uh, you show us yes. your camera? Um, what the weather's like outside? Can you see that? Yeah, it's really sunny get, outside. Get a bit closer, Max. Let's show, let's okay. see outside that window. Can you still see that? I can see the blinds, yeah, we can't see outside. Oh, yeah, I'll move it. One sec, I'll move it up. This is, this is live, live yeah. entertainment. Max in his room in Melbourne, Australia, is going to just show us because it's raining and cold here what we're missing out on right now. And he's going to show us that. Oh, look, we can see blue skies, I think. Sorry. Hold on. Oh, look at this. I think we can just about see the blue skies. He's yeah. going to, I think he's going to pick the laptop up and show us. Yeah. All right. And yeah, that's kind of the weather right now. It's very sunny outside right now. Obviously, it's summertime here. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, there you have it. It's eight. It's ten to nine in the morning, and the, and it's probably what twenty something degrees. Yeah, it is. Been pretty warm recently, Dave. Uh, yeah, and um, Jake said bright and sunny in California too. Australia yeah. coming summer season. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, and someone, Stuart Slogan, the weather looks terrible there, Max. Katie says she's so jealous. Yeah. Um, oh, absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. 
Max, an absolute pleasure to have you on again, mate. And thanks for uh, for all you do in uh, helping with the international fan reaction. In yeah, of course, Mike. Very happy with it. Absolutely so brilliant. Really. Have a great day. Yeah, have a good one. And I'll send it in soon. Always rules, everyone. Have everyone have a good night. See you guys next week. Take care, Max. Take care, Dave. So, um, excuse me. That's Max. Katie has declared she's moving until spring. Uh, Wayne, who is quite cynical, <laughs> says it's blue sky, mate. It's not a rarity. You get blue sky in the, in the loop. At blue sky at the moment over here means it's really, really cold. And we've got ice. Um, 15 degrees in Melbourne just before 9am. Um, but MJ Wolves ever jealous, rather be here in the pouring rain down Molyneux. Absolutely right. And our last uh, contributor today, friend of the show, we met down, we met down at the Samosa <laughs> store today. Hi, Josh. You're right. Hello, mate. How are you? All good. All good. Yourself? Yeah, mate, I'm good. I've still got the old Samosa uh, <laughs> tea on from uh, Where Nata. Before the game, where did you watch? What what stand were you in today? South Bank in my seat again. Absolutely. And how did you feel about the game throughout? I mean, as the game panned out, and I thought we marshalled them really, really well. Where every time I was worried about the midfield free because um, Fabinho, the unit he is, he lets Tiago and um, Henderson do what they want. He sits in the middle, but I think we marshalled the midfield free and the front free perfectly. Yeah, absolutely. And Adrian has complimented you on your tree. <laughs> the one that was me, me dad was putting up with, the, with my mum earlier. That's why we went to the game. <laughs> uh, well, mate, I'll tell you what, it's good. you've got a good backdrop there. I think you're right. I think we did a good job, um, generally. I think all the Wolves fans at the end, we were very proud of the team, mm. the way they played. OK, we didn't create much going forward today. Um, and there's one thing I'd like to see is this you know, being scoring more goals because that's what Bruno was brought in into. But you're playing a Liverpool team that was scoring to scoring for fun, and up until 40 seconds to go, we were going away with another nil-nil and a, and a brilliantly earned, as Jake's mm. as as Jack said, a, a well earned point. Yeah. Maybe not deserved, but earned. Yeah, he was right. I've never heard someone explain like that before. When Jack said that earlier. He, he... When you think about it like that, it is right, really. Uh, yeah, I agree. I thought you put it across really well, to be fair. It was, uh, it was just gut-wrenching. The thing is, when, as soon as Divock Origi come on, I just thought to myself, here we go. You just knew at some point he'd creep up. The bit, uh, the, the thing that I, I I was, Origi, but when Ait Nori went off, I was yeah. like... I was like... Because he had got Salah and... Yeah, all that side in his pocket. He played so so well his position all game, and when he went off, yeah, I was like, he he shut him out. And yeah, Hoover. I don't think what helped either was the um, and I know my brother called it before the sub happened about bringing the Dharma off and bringing uh, Moutinho. And I turned to my brother and said, "Why do we want to do that? Because it'll allow Alexander Arnold and." Um, Robertson to get further forward down the wings because we'll go narrow and he did he exactly did that. He did. And Hoover was uh I don't think it was quite up to the pace of the game. You know, he's no. a good player. I know he's ex Liverpool, so he would have been thrilled yeah. coming on and playing. But I don't think that goal would have happened had eight Norris still been on the pitch fit. No. Mm. 
I think he'd have marshaled, he'd have marshaled Salah down that left-hand side and kept him at bay. Uh, uh, he was brilliant. And as I say, someone's pointed out, he's only 19, he is as well. So yeah. he's got so That's much scary. more to come. Uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens with him in terms of like his fitness. Casper's uh, uh, said it there, Hooper didn't uh, sweep up. Um, it was just, it was, Barry said, gut wrenching is exactly what it was, mm. Josh. And that was the title. I don't know if you've watched my instant reaction after the yeah, game yeah. yet. Uh, that's what I put as my, my capitals, gut wrenching, because it was gut wrenching. But I yeah. did come out, although we, we lost late on, I wasn't devastated no. because the performance was generally really, really yeah. good. I, was, I, I, really well. I came out feeling a lot happier about the performance than I had done against Norwich and against Burnley, yeah. even though we lost the game. Yeah. It was. Uh, I thought. I thought a team. It was a brilliant team performance today, and even Adama suited them all the way we played today. I thought. Whereas against um, Burnley the other night, he just felt like he was out on a limb all the time. Whereas tonight, I thought he was a bit more team based. No, he, he did. Were... He, 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 he was an outlet for us, wasn't he? He was the clear outlet, and he did cause yeah. a lot of trouble. And he, he gave Liverpool something to think about. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Trincao came on again. I don't know what he did when mm. he came on. I don't, to be fair, saying that, Dave, I don't remember him coming on the pitch. <laughs> it was a bit Mr. Cellophane again, wasn't he, today? Yeah. Um, you know, Trincao. Uh, and, and he came on and Wang wasn't... No, he's going to be... really quiet. make an impact on the game. Uh, I mean, Jimenez was putting himself about and getting involved. He gave giving everything... I didn't yeah. quite see that from Wang um, no. today. There was one um, move in the first half, in the first fifteen minutes. I think that was about it down the left hand side. Yeah, then... he's got he's got ability and he's got something, and I think he'd be a good acquisition. But I don't know if you've got someone like Pedro Neto. Yeah, when we've got him back because he's so direct, he again. When we get him back, he's gonna he's gonna make a big difference. But people yeah. are gonna set their expectations down with him because he's been out long term injured. Yeah, it's gonna take him a while to get fully get back. back. He ain't gonna be Pedro Neto as he was. It's gonna take him probably four to six weeks when he comes back to get anywhere near mm-hmm. where he on the pace of everything because he's been out long term yeah. injured. Um, Daniel Pedence again would have given us a different option because yeah. I do think he's tricky. I was um, when he um, when they didn't when he wasn't announcing the um, Burnley team on Wednesday night because uh, against West Ham did he miss not did he miss Norwich as well Pedence yeah he, he was yeah. out for Norwich yeah because uh, he had a great game against West Ham he was out yeah. for Norwich and we missed him in that game as well yeah he was out for Burnley and I reckon if he'd have been fit for Burnley we would have definitely would have won that difference. game because he would have got inside the lines inside the space. He makes something happen out of nothing. You saw yeah. against um, West Ham how he swivelled and turned and got that shot. He'll get, yeah. he'll make something happen. And he's got that low centre of gravity. And he's crossing in his and vision. The way he's got the composure to pick a player out, like the goal yeah. that he scored for the Raul scored. Um, and obviously, he, he was on the bench today as an option, but Bruno resisted the temptation yeah. to. Uh, to bring him on. I think had we been, if it had been a Burnley game and he'd have been fit, I think he would have brought him on. But because we were holding on for the point, I think that's the reason he didn't bring him on. Yeah. That's what my brother said. He said the same. I said, why has he not brought Pedenza? And my brother who is always the voice of reason when it comes to substitutes and the teams are playing because it's it's Liverpool. We'll take the point. 
Andy Saunders has questioned, do we have a date when Neto back? Is rumoured to be January, isn't back it? But in, do you think back there's a January, opportunity you might get back before then as a surprise? I, th- I think it's a risk if we do. We've seen it with other players in the past, didn't we? But yeah. I think they've, they've, pen- they've said the back end of January because I, th- I think he's in some sort of light training, whether that be in the gym, but I don't think he's nowhere near at the moment physically with the, with the first 11 content. A bit like Johnny at the moment. I think Johnny's now outdoors on his own and slowly coming back. But I think Neto's in the gym phase at the moment, still coming through from what I've seen and read. There's a little bit of an argument going on in the in the uh, in the chat here that I've been watching uh, about Samedo. Um I mean, we've got we've got F, Wolves F1. Think about Samedo. I think he's lost again too many easy balls. Doesn't contribute to anyone's opinion. Casper's saying uh, Samedo had Robertson and Mane in his pocket. And finally, looks the Barcelona would play. We were expecting a bit of a con, uh, a bit mm. of a. A bit of a debate. Where where do you sit on uh, Samedo right now? I've always I've always stuck with him. I know he had his blunders last year, and there's been a few mishaps this year, but not as many as what we saw last year. But I've always backed him. We always get. I think it's because a few people around us have a man with him, and me and my brother are always saying nine times out of ten he's left out because the Dom's not tracking back, and he's on his own. Or he's not being covered, or he has run out of position, not run back quick enough. But I, I, I back him to be fair. I think he has been playing well the last few weeks, and I think, I think people... he's defensively he's improved. Yeah, I think I think people pick him pick him out of him and Dendonka. I think they pick them two out a bit. To be fair, especially ran by me, a few people single them pair out. Yet when they do something good, you hear nothing often. No, but I thought both wing backs today did incredibly yeah. well. I, th- I thought on both sides. I thought Samedo was really good. Yeah. Um, and I think he has been a lot better. I think it's obviously something they've been working on. And Nate Norrie, as we say, was was uh, was absolutely fantastic as well. Um, I mean, you know, there's, if you were to pick any faults at the performance today, what would you pick? Um, I mean, the one glaring one, and to me, he, he had a fantastic game today with Jose Sarr when he come running out. I don't think he needed to come running out. Even when I watched it back, I look at it and I think, well, you had Sace there, you had Cody as cover. Oh, for the, the nearly the goal that Jota nearly yeah, scored. Yeah, the Jota should have buried. He should have. <laughs> but, um, and that, it was, it, it's a rare mistake, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was, I think even if, I think it was a case of Sace and Saar come, it was a slight knock between them. Mixed up and then he mixed it through them, yeah. I thought and that then, was a sure goal, I've got to say. Yeah. I thought, oh, my God, it's a sure goal. I, I mean, you in the South Bank, is that right? Yeah. You must have been, that's a sure goal. Yeah. You, the, you and then when, it, how did you feel when that was happening and then it didn't go in? It was well, a lot. I think me and my brother jumped up as if we'd scored. The way it yeah. didn't go in. It was just, my hands were in the air. Like, it was just like it was, and, then they, and then the uh, the whole of Molyneux singing for Conor Cody... Um, mm. It was so loud. That's probably the loudest that so the Conor Cody yeah. song's ever been sang. Yeah, it was. Uh, that that was. I thought he played brilliant today. I thought this little thing creeping into his game now, which you look and thinking before he got England call ups. I was thinking he since he or since he got England call ups, as he blocks and quick touches, he's getting out the way of other players on the opposition team that I've never seen him do before. And it's something yeah. he's added to his game with these like last ditch blocks or 
interceptions through through balls that we never really saw him do for a while, and then he started doing them this year in the back. Do you, uh, do you not think that having Kilman next to him has, has helped? I think it has. I think it has. Because Kilman reads the game so well and yeah. he's such an aerial presence as well. And I think it's helped Soyis as well because yeah. he seems to have cut some of the mistakes out of his game. He's... You don't see Cody having to... Splug. There was a few times last year where he'd be by the um, sideline sweeping a ball out and you haven't really seen him do that much this season. So no. I think you've got the two that are side of him that have stabilised quite well. I still think we need to bring a defender in in January yeah. though. Yeah. I think uh, if Bruno wants to go to a back four... I think, as the, you know what, it wouldn't surprise me if we can get that defender in. As the season progresses, I can see him switching to a back four at, yeah. at times. I think he wants to do it. Trialling it out, and because I think ultimately he wants to go that way. But I think he's got the team playing reasonably well with the back three. We haven't been as offensive as we were early season. I mean, mm. the first three or four games of the season, I couldn't believe how I, I, I was so like... The difference. Well, yeah, I was just like watching the game. I never felt like we were. Well, we lost the three games, but I never yeah. felt worried at any time. Now it's 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 a bit more needs must, and I I just think we're still. He hasn't got the personnel he wants just yet, so I think he's going in the right direction. He's been going on about getting points, points, points because he knows yeah. this difficult period coming up. We nearly grinded out another point today. What are you expecting for City away? Are you going to that one? Yeah, I got me got me uh, match tickets and train tickets to that one half eight start up to, up to Manchester and then you going on the train. Yeah, just jump into Wolverhampton, jump on the train, saying just over an hour on the train, which ain't too bad. Absolutely. So uh, we should be uh, should should be a good day. I'll be able to drag you on for extra time for that one as yeah. well. Then if you're going to be yeah. there. Um, so your performance rating and your man of the match. Um, I'd give it an eight. Although we lost, I'd give it an eight because I just think all in all, as a team, I thought we played really well. Yeah, and I thought if if we if we'd have got the point, like Jack said, we'd have earned the point. Yeah, because we played as if 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 it was, and then obviously ninety fourth minute. But um, man of the match for me, I say most weeks about Max Kilman, but I think Jose. Jose saw great he save he made in the second half. Down your end, that one save he pushed around the bar from. I've Mark, got that. I've got that on camera as well, so it'll be in the match vlog. So look yeah, out for that. Save. It's a great save, and he just. He just okay. He made one mistake. He just looks imperious at the back. Yeah. He looks. I feel like he can save anything. Okay, he didn't save the goal. You know, yeah. it was like a yard out, and he's Arigi's pivot done well, pivoted and turned, and it's gone in the back of the net. But like he's shot stopping, and he's always looking for the out ball. He's always looking yeah. to get the yeah, play. Yeah. He's comfortable on the ball. You know, as as almost as a keeper sweeper as well. He's refreshing and, to watch. I think. He, he, he commands his area well. Yeah, you know, and there, was a, there was a couple of decisions like on, against Burnley in the midweek where he's come out for the ball, and I turned to my brother and said, "Rui wouldn't have come that far out." I tell there. you what was that made me small. First off, there's a ball through from Liverpool. It's coming. It's just out his head, and he heads the he pass yeah. heads the ball out yeah. to the rod. I literally as soon as that ball went in the air, I shouted, "Edit." He, had no he, did, he didn't just head it though, he edited and passed yeah, it. Placed it. Which is uh, amazing. Oh, yeah. oh, look, we've got someone here. Um, Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires. We haven't got an international fan from the uh, from Argentina. So if you drop me an Instagram, Dazzling Dave without the G, we can get you one on a from from Argentina. That would be amazing. 
Uh, Adrian agrees about Saw, uh, but he's a oh, bit of a nutter. Yeah. If you watch him, he's like watching, and I've said it about Pickford for years. If you watch Jordan Pickford when he gets the ball, he gets really jittery and starts jumping, and Saw's exactly the same. If you watch him, what, mate, when we scored really excited. Ham, when we scored against West Ham, he was going absolutely nuts, yeah. jumping around and stuff like that. <laughs> I, I love to see that from the yeah. keeper. But they do I say you've got, to be nuts, you've got to be nuts to be a goalkeeper. And oh, he definitely is. <laughs> and considering he's Portuguese, he's as white as a sheet. Mm. He looks Scottish. No <laughs> offence to anybody who's Scottish. He doesn't look Portuguese, does he? he does, he's as white as a sheet. Absolutely fantastic. And um, a positive to finish off on? Um, I just had the, like, the performance in all. I thought as a unit today, we, we looked... Defensive, let's be honest, it was going to, always going to be a defensive display against Liverpool. And I thought we put, pulled it off, obviously, apart from the goal. But I thought it, it worked well. And like um, just the back the back five in general, I just thought the way they marshalled, I think we kept the middle, obviously, Jota in the first half, he kept him quiet. And we kept Marno and Salah quiet. Yeah. I think defensively as a unit today, that has got to be the part, obviously, apart from the goal. We've done done really well. The defence looks sound the last few games, and we can't can't knock it. And do you do you think we can get anything out of City next week? Going on to I'll, I'll take another draw, a draw away at City would be a good result. If we can get a win, like we did against West Ham, I'll be over the moon. It's going to be tough away at the Etihad. They're yeah. on a, they're yeah, another team that's on fire. They were ba- they battered Watford in the first half. They should have been seven nil. Yeah, but. You you always live in hope, don't you? That we can uh, that we can oh, do. Yeah. We were unlucky today. I think uh, to finish up, I deserved a point. Maybe not on the balance of play and shots, but earned yeah. the point a hundred percent. I think we did, but we didn't get it, and that's why the teams like Liverpool and you used to Man United of all used to get these late goals, and that's how they won titles. And yeah. we're not quite we're, we're we're not quite at top six level. Yet, no. but hopefully, if we can, you know, retain our best players as uh, Bruno wants to do, and we can strengthen, we can get towards that. I know we sort of yeah. flirt with top six, and we've been six, but I think it's how we come out these, how we how we come out of December, and where yeah. we're at yeah. when we come out of December. If we can, uh, you know, pick up a few more points along the way, because I think we need about thirty-eight points to be. Completely safe in the Premier League. We've got yeah. 21 points from how many games is it? 15 games? Fifth, I think it is 15 now. I think is 15 it? games, which is good. Um, you know, that's the first priority is to get past that thing and then, you know, push to see where we can get. A lot of people were thinking early season we're going to be, you know, struggling to get, you know, at, you know, around about 15th to 14th. I've said all along, I believe we can finish top half. And I still yeah. believe that. And I think, you know, if we can come out of December, still around the, you know, that top half position, there or thereabouts, and who's to say we can't and can't go on and, uh, you know, push for a European place? Who's to know? Yeah, why not? Absolutely. <laughs> but a long way to go. We've got 21 yeah. points. Uh, we'll be able to see uh, Connor Cody's. Uh, I'm sure they'll talk about that on Match of the Day, surely. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully they'll have a few positives to say about Wolves' performance today because, you know, Liverpool, as we say, are a class team, of world, one of the world's best club teams, in, you know, anywhere in the world at the moment. And for 94 minutes, we were coming away with a point. But yeah. 
it's ending up 1 0. All right, thanks to everyone uh, that's tuned in in the chat. Please smash a like on the video. Uh, check out my instant fan reaction on the YouTube channel. The match vlog uh, and international fan reaction will be out in the next uh, day or two. We'll also um, be doing a live FA Cup draw on Monday evening. So uh, tune into that. Maybe we'll have a couple of guests coming on to watch the draw with me or not. I don't know if you fancy that. Let me know if you want to come on. And uh, yeah, thank you for joining, Josh. Thanks to all of the yeah. guys that have come on today. Carrie making a debut. I thought Carrie did well, Josh, today. Coming yeah. Yeah, I thought she did well. It was, uh, she explained, I thought she had, she had good opinions, to be fair. She did. she did. well. It's always good. Um, and, you know, thanks for everyone that supported Samosa Saturday. Until the next one, always Wolves. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates are already booked in for double dipping and you're still the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.